I'm Warren Berkeley with the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas. It is encouraging for people to take the time and show the interest in Bible study, which needs to be our priority, learning and then living according to God's Word. Now, we are in the book of Titus in chapter 3. Last time, our study of Titus 2, 11 through 15, was centered in the grace of God. That was the subject, salvation by grace. And that means God gives us what we could never merit or purchase. He gives us salvation based on the person and work of Jesus Christ. We receive and keep that gift by the activity of our faith. And I stressed in that previous class that we are not earners, we are not purchasers, we are receivers of a gift. As we studied this, we came to the place where the recipient of grace shows outwardly that he or she is a recipient of grace. Verse 14 of chapter 2, a people who are zealous for good works. It might be said the receiver becomes a zealous worker. More about that in our study this time in chapter 3 of the book of Titus. Listen, please, verses 1 through 7 in Titus chapter 3. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Lord, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Titus 3, 1 through 7. Two words begin our study. Remember, this is from God through Paul to Titus and eventually for us. The two words that begin the chapter remind them. If you have the NIV, remind the people. If you have the King James, put them in mind. Has this ever happened to you? You come into a class similar to this, or an auditorium for a class or a sermon, the teacher or preacher gets up and begins, and after a few sentences, you're saying to yourself, I've heard all this before. 
And often the next thing that happens is a mistake. You turn your hearing off and let your mind wander somewhere else. You open your phone and read or do something else because you're saying to yourself, I've heard this before. Or you may even think to yourself, why can't he come up with something novel, fresh, more interesting? I've already heard this stuff. All right, let's talk about all that. What we must all take well into account is God has charged teachers and preachers to remind us of things we've been previously taught. We need those reminders. It's a spiritual discipline. So don't resent it or turn it off, though you've heard it before. Rather, understand the value and discipline of repetition and review. And if you're hearing something you've never heard before, that may not be a good sign. It may be a sign you weren't listening before, and it may be a sign you're hearing something that is not in accord with sound doctrine. So Paul said to the evangelist Titus, remind them. In our case, here are teachings we've all heard before. I believe everyone in this video class, you've heard this before. This is not breaking new ground. Be submissive to rulers and authorities. Be obedient and be ready for every good work. I believe we need to connect this to what we studied before about the grace of God and our response to his grace. Our response to God's grace should include being submissive to rulers and authorities, being obedient people who are ready for every good work, zealously ready for every good work. We are people who are recipients of the generosity of God. And then you look at this in the first part of chapter 3, and it constitutes what might be called good citizenship. This is peacefully living with others in your community. And this is a willingness to do whatever good you are able to do. It should be an outcome in the lives of people who've been saved by grace, that we are good, obedient citizens who show we have been trained in righteousness and we need reminders and we have been good recipients of those reminders of sound doctrine. Likewise, people saved by grace and trained in righteousness will refrain from speaking evil and quarreling. To speak evil needs some clarity. When I speak something negative about you or to you without any evidence and without any specific spiritual purpose, that's immature. That's evil speaking. When I simply insult you because I'm upset, I'm speaking evil. Consider the converse of this, the opposite. Colossians 4 and verse 6, Paul said, Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, 
that you may know how you ought to answer each one. That's interesting. Grace comes up again. As a recipient of grace from God, I should be a giver of grace to others in my speech. Paul said to remind the brethren to avoid quarreling. There is such a thing as good, healthy discussions of important issues, but not quarreling. There are necessary debates of our understanding of Bible teaching conducted with honorable methods and fairness and love. That's not quarreling. There are very sensitive discussions we must have with people about their relationship with God and their conduct. Again, when conducted with maturity and righteousness, that's not quarreling. But when we, as if we were a bunch of kids on the playground again, when we fuss and clamor to have our way, when we manipulate and campaign and tear people down and generally cause an uproar for our cause, for us, for me, that's what Paul says Christians must avoid. It is not gracious. What is gracious is be gentle and show perfect courtesy toward all people. People who have been saved by God's grace act this way and speak this way. People who've been trained in righteousness are people of humility and courtesy and fairness. It shows up in how we deal with people and events. Titus 3, 1 and 2. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. 